Hey, welcome back to Save Your Bacon, a advice comedy podcast where we think we're helping. My name is Will. And my name is Zane. And just to show you how much we care, we have paper master degrees taped loosely to our walls. They are therapy paper master degrees. And they tell you how <laughs> self-sufficient and professional the two of us are. And cut. All right, so we're going to... Zane, I'm just going to have you run through that one more time. All right, we, all right. We did hear pamper <clears throat> master degree. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and do that again. Hello, my name is Zane Chainsaw, and boy, do I have the best pampers and cut. sale. Sorry that time I had to cut you off. I just I, wanted is to Is it because I went off script? Is You went off script. All right. That was the reason. Stick Try it again. Script. And go. Do I, I slate my name first? Uh, you can say exactly what i wrote all right hi i'm zane shaw i'm an uh, emerson uh, film major and i'm reading for and the part of zane the first words here are and my name is zane and i want you to do it in a fun and quirky way so that people know we're more interesting than we are outside of this podcast all right those are the first do you see do you see the line i'm talking about yeah it's I'm, the, gonna, I'm gonna highlight it on below our Google Doc. below the place that says will right below the will all right below my will i got it stop it <laughs> And action. That's the word. Hey, this is Millhouse. This is Millhouse, hey, and everything's coming up, Millhouse. Oh, my goodness. So you can tell action. you're very self-sufficient. Oh, and we're going? All right. Yes, I will give you your question. <laughs> the people have spoken. The question is here. Are you ready? Yes. Mac Daddy asks, I got accused by my friends of not being a meat lover because I said no to meat lovers pizza. How can I prove them wrong? <laughs> <laughs> the point of a meat lover's pizza. You're not a lover. Is for if you don't get lovers it. of meat. <laughs> I love I love meat. I hate meat lovers pizza. I relate to this question. That's why I took it. How? How? You can't hate being a lover. It's too much. No, it's it's genuinely too much. It's a garbage idea to be like, <laughs> oh, we heard you like meat. Let's give you seven of them. This is. <laughs> this it doesn't is, make sense. This it's like is the real hey, I heard once your aunt told me that you enjoyed pork loin, so I put pork and sausage and bacon, and I just kind of stewed it up in its in its fat, and I put it in a big tub, and I want you to get in it because you love pork. I want you swimming. That is what this is. That's swimming what we love this meat lovers pizza. The real question is, and I know I've already mentioned this before, and this is a very important question to me. The reason that I mentioned that liking meat lovers pizza, not not from anywhere else, but DiGiorno knows how to do. Goodness gracious, Zane. This is a this real. This cannot be DiGiorno episode two. <laughs> welcome DiGiorno to our welcome, two this time. It's welcome personal. to our bit where we just talk about DiGiorno. It got personal this time. Meat lovers pizza for DiGiorno is better than the others. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that would well, make freaking sense because you just like DiGiorno more than every other. No, pizza, because Zane. they just do like two or three meats. That's it. What meats do they do? What meats do they do? They think pepperoni, sausage, and that's it. It can't. That's not meat lovers. That's what they call pepperoni it. Pepperoni and sausage is not meat lovers. That's, that's pepperoni and sausage. There's a difference between meat lovers and like meat fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> You, I mean, you're correct. If you like meat, that is the you idea. That's exactly what I'm talking about. If you like meat, you put pepperoni on there. If you love meat, you add another meat. If you if you really just want to fuck meat, you put <laughs> <laughs> you put everything on there. You get every meat that a human has been able to slaughter throughout the time of man, and you throw it on one ding dang pizza. 
on top of some nice bread crust and cheesy cheese topping. Would you like the meat lovers? Oh, what comes on that? Uh, quail, alligator, <laughs> toad leg. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, it, it it is ridiculous, and I understand. Like people are like, "Hey, you want the meat lovers?" And I'm like, "Nah, I'm good." And they're like, "Oh, I thought you liked meat." Well, if they say that, yeah, like meat as a friend. <laughs> 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 that's it i like it as a friend i'm not meat down as a friend of mine. with some meat I'm sometimes just... it sometimes i sweat after i get done with the interaction <laughs> with meat i don't really like it as much as the other next guy though you're like i really do like meat i went on a full diet zane did you know this when i first like lost a bunch of weight when i moved to winona all i pretty much ate was meat really and man did i sweat all i ate was like meat and cheese and eggs and like vegetables and that was like it it was great and all. I mean, so like, I'm not saying everybody should do that. Breakfast. <laughs> I would wake up and I would have eggs, and sometimes I would put bacon in those eggs. And then for lunch, I'd have like chicken. And then for lunch, I'd have like ground beef. And like that was like my day. And it was disgusting. It was revolting. Like those poops were unhealthy. <laughs> but like at this point, I would be pretty secure going vegetarian just off the fact that even years ago, like years later, I am bothered by how much meat I ate back then absolutely i think it the, is a friend it is a friend i it's not more than that yeah i mention it all the time i think uh chicken wings or like buffalo wild wings is like the only reason i wouldn't go vegetarian really just, for yeah like wings are definitely the thing i would miss the most that and burgers but it's just like a burger is not 10 pounds of meat it is the inside <laughs> as meat when i get meat lovers pizza i'm gonna pick it up and if I put it back down, my hand is now oil. My hand has been transferred into oil. It is the fat of, of carcasses of like six different animals all conglomerated oh, onto my hand by how disgusting that pizza becomes. Come at me, pizza lovers. All right, next question. Your turn. All right, you got it. <laughs> this question was sent in by a friend. It's a username Pajamasam. And the question is, why are old buildings so torn up? What are they so torn up about? Is <laughs> <laughs> the, the, little, the little piece they gave me is, is there any way I can repair the damage that has been done to these buildings? That's a thinker. What are they all torn up about? Yeah, when you walk past an old building and you see that it's like, it's missing roofs or the doors coming off and whatnot, you really think, what's got you all torn up? You know, yesterday I was driving home. I, I visited some friends like an hour and a half away and we were driving back and there's a lot of farmland we drove through. And I saw, once again, in a time of my life, a barn that was just so torn up that the whole top just came right down. And we've gotten a lot of snow here, but it's just like, that just goes to show you how much pressure there is on farms, you know? How much pressure there is on buildings. They got so much pressure on them. Yeah. That's like, I mean, of course, speaking. Of course, of course they're going to get torn up sometimes with that much pressure on them. And sometimes they just collapse under the weight of the pressure. So many people rely on the buildings, and that just obviously that adds pressure, especially when the people get inside their heads. That adds a lot of pressure. Um, and there's this whole idea also of, like, once a building, you know, gets past its efficiency and once it's too old to function, yeah. they just get rid of the whole thing and blow the thing they up. They literally blow it up. They they don't even ask it if it wants to retire off to building city. There's never a thought of who the building is and what it wants out of life. Yeah, know? yeah. The, People don't talk about this stuff enough. There are some buildings that have like 20 stories to tell. And... <laughs> And there are the, uh, the people go inside, they go through all these stories, but really all that it is is this building's now carrying the weight of everybody else on its yeah. back. 
Um, and so it, many stories to tell, and people just use it to get from one place to another. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's like they're just it's like they're just using and going through the buildings without really thinking about what the building is. and yeah. what it's gone through. Yeah, nobody respects a building. They all just use it constantly, Maybe day in and day just out. Want somebody to listen to. Can I just mention how messed up now it is to think that when when people want to, they just blow the building up. Yeah, <laughs> like, now it seems very immoral now to tear down a building. Yeah, now it's when just you, when like you tear down oh, a building and build like a like an Arby's on top of it. Because oh. it's because it's not because the building's done or the building is dead. It's because you're they don't want its... the building anymore. Yeah, and you're building on its dang gravestone. Yeah, yeah, you're just you're taking you're taking a living, breathing, architectural piece of building, and you and you're okay. Ready? Imagine this: I die <laughs> on a bed. I die on a bed, and then a mom just hops on the bed where my dead carcass is and gives birth. <laughs> And then leaves the baby there. No, you and says, this is the cradle in which you will be. You will live. You missed. This a, is your home. You missed a very crucial piece. You you die on a bed. Someone puts a stick of dynamite in your mouth and blows you up. <laughs> <laughs> then Throws a dirt baby on top get, of you. Then a, and baby, then a baby is born, is born on that dirt. <laughs> and then everybody, everybody in town relies on that baby. <laughs> so when you ask us, what's tearing up these buildings? And what's really going on? <laughs> Think twice. Buildings hold so many more stories than you could ever imagine. And sure, you can visit all those stories if you want, but you're not gonna. You don't care about what's on the inside. You don't Unless care. Unless you love what's on the inside, but you only care about it for yourself. Checkmate, liberals. All right, let's move on. <laughs> this question comes from Annie Wagner, and she asks, I've made a huge mistake. Mm. That's not a question, Annie. When I was in high school, a friend asked me, Hey, Annie, would you like the rest of these blueberries? And I accidentally said yes. My life has never been the same. You see, I actually hate blueberries. But I feel like I have to keep up this image of enjoying blueberries. Ever since then, I have suffered through eating countless blueberries. But enough is enough. How do I come clean about not liking blueberries to all my friends who believe that I love blueberries? How do I deal with the repercussions of b betraying their trust? Well, I'll tell you what. I, a good way to do it is on a public podcast. Yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> I think you've got you've got to work your way around this because nobody nobody likes a person that comes out after years and says, "My life's been a ruse. My name is not Annie. It's Jamal, and I don't like blueberries. I like strawberries." And just that's going to take everybody by storm knowing that all of a sudden now you're Jamal, the girl who doesn't like <laughs> who doesn't like blueberries but enjoys a good strawberry. Um so what you've got to do is you really got to work your way around it to finding how you can make it look like you've lured yourself out of the blueberry friend friendship. Like have you ever seen Hunger Games? I've seen the Hunger Games. Yeah, at the end of Hunger Games, they're going to eat these poison blueberries and they're going to die for a good cause. Now, you could just start convincing people that you become like a heavy activist in some kind of uh, something that you want people to be aware of. Do you know what they do to those blueberries? And you just start poisoning. Do you know how they treat those blueberries? You just... I can't stand eating them any longer. You... <laughs> I was going to say. This of blueberries is tearing this country apart. You could, yeah. You, you can, ask us what buildings are being torn up about. It's the mistreatment of blueberries, was, Roger. Thank you for asking. I was going to go with, you could keep poisoning blueberries and people would have to keep slapping them out of your hands so you didn't poison yourself. But Ooh. now, I like this this path that we're on of 
you could you could be the first person that's like the vegetarian of blueberries. You could be like the first oh. person that convinces the world that blueberries is the new meat that everybody you say you're needs giving to avoid. it up. You're giving it up to God. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> you know, it's like millions of blueberries suffer every year, and it's because we we just pick them right off the the bushes from their homes. We're really making a lot of non-living things into living things today, aren't we? I think that's just because we're opening our eyes. Well, we're finally getting it. <laughs> Get woke. Um, wake up, sheeple. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Also, I just as a as a side note, I love the mental thought of continually after that one time because you were given you were given the choice you messed up real good you goofed so hard when that person was like you love blueberries annie and you're like yes and you did it (laughs) and you could have said no but you said yes and then every single other time you've lied to yourself and you've had this internal struggle inside when people are like hey there's blueberry girl here you go Merry Christmas. Thank you, grandmother. And it's like six pounds of blueberries. And you're like, I am the blueberry lover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's it. And it's, I can't imagine the turmoil you've gone through. Yeah, did you know, thinking- actually, um, the reason I, I knew about this, because people call her blueberry blueberry lover all the time, uh, Papa John's actually got a hold of the, the nickname and just for her made a blueberry lover's pizza. And... <laughs> <laughs> It's not dessert pizza, weirdly enough, too. It's it's, it's like marinara sauce. It bread, is legitimately cheese. a meat lover's pizza, but also blueberries. And yeah, they they make a meat lover's pizza, and then after it comes out, they just sprinkle like eighteen raw blueberries over yeah. the top. <laughs> yep. And it's deceiving because they say <laughs> it's blueberry lovers, and there's like six pounds of meat on that bad boy. <laughs> You don't even know what half of those meats are. But every once in a while, two two bites per slice, you'll get one raw blueberry thrown yeah. in there. Yeah. It's to offset the grease. For like half a second, you'll think you're eating a pancake and you'll be like, oh, thank God the, the meat lover's torment is over. And then you'll realize you're still in it. Maybe. Okay, Zane, have you had a pancake with bacon in it? Yeah. Have you had a pancake with blueberries in it? I did this morning. What's up with that, huh? Why can you do that? Why can you get away with that? Because if I said I'm having bacon blueberry pizza, I would be looked at like a madman. Like, I just broke out of prison. But, like, if I have a blueberry pancake and then a bacon pancake next to it, I'm people are like, that's a good breakfast. That's, I mean, I guess it's the fact that the putting cheese on it is just, like, a whole different Is it the situation? cheese? It's gotta it's be, cheese. right? It can't be the sauce. The sauce is just pick your poison. <laughs> That's just that's whatever well, your, you want. Your your sauce of choice is one is sugary maple and the and other one is marinara. tomatoes. <laughs> yes, I think that it might be the sauce because even if you were to put some sort of cheese on your pancakes, which now we're really getting into some messed up stuff. Like, well, what? Let's look at it this way. Let's take the other two ingredients: bread and sauce. It's sauce. And now let's put that in the form of pasta. Now you're eating pasta that's got marinara sauce on it. And bacon and blueberries. Now is that no, weird? Oh, that's still bad. It's because mm-hmm. maple syrup is pancake sauce. Marinara is pizza sauce. Yes. Are we are we on the same page here? Yes. That is what makes it gross. You can have bacon with your marinara and you can have frick, I don't know, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Long, it's the sauce. That's the difference. Long story short, uh, Annie, if you want to stop eating blueberries, 
just take a, like a culmination just take notes on everything we just said and start just have a week uh, just a hell week where you know it's not going to be fun of just eating blueberry pizzas blueberry pasta blueberry bacon whatever and then just keep throwing that and then people think that you've got such an obsession that they'll throw an intervention for you and say this oh. blueberry fetish gotta stop annie this has gone too far and you'll say you, you gotta you gotta play it off a little bit you gotta say you gotta ah, it's gonna them for a while it's got yeah. it's it's gonna be a little tough but i think with you guys help we can get through this don't just be like oh sweet people are gonna be like well wait a minute what's going on you you know, trying to scheme us here or something no you don't want people to be on on all of a sudden on guard you gotta let them ease into this and then after like a week or so bada boom you're out of it and people think that you not only don't like blueberries you can't have them people will yeah. be like hey annie you want blueberries other people will be like and then you show them your like blueberries anonymous token that yeah you got after four weeks yeah you show you show them the token and you'll have friends that'll be like whoa step off she just got off that stuff <laughs> she's clean man get off yeah i i think along the same vein you can you can show up to a friend group and be like annie blueberries and and you're like dude i can't and they're like what do you mean you love blueberries and i said and you say yeah but I OD'd on blueberries last week. You haven't yeah. seen me in four days, right? And you're like, yeah, where have you been? I'm like, I freaking OD'd on blueberries. And, you know, since I stopped, you know how I suck? And they're like, yeah, I stopped sucking. I stopped. <laughs> it's just gone. I'm better now. It's new me, baby. And they're like, wow. And they throw out the blueberries. Hey, do you want another question? Uh, I do. Why don't you give this to me? I will give you this question. This question. You are free to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube if you didn't know about any of these already. Did you know that? This isn't a question. This is just Will speaking to you. So you can stop pretending like I'm all these people who've been asking questions, and you can just listen to me one-on-one because this is Will speaking to you right now. This is my own question. Did you know that you can check us out on a lot of different places, and you can interact with us in those places? You can also check us out on different social medias. Zane's going to tell you about that. So you can send us some questions and so that we don't have to have times where Zane is just asking a bunch of questions <laughs> because I don't have enough to make a full episode. I mean, we got great ones today, but we need that kept up. So go ahead, Zane. Jeez, <laughs> just, you just idiot. Keep, <laughs> just keep sending in those random questions. I just love keep doing it. My goodness. There's, there's a question that we got today that I pray to God we put in the show that like just there's so many questions that we keep getting that the more random they are, the better. And if we can give advice, perfect. And you can send those questions to save your bacon podcast at gmail.com. That is save your bacon podcast at gmail.com. Save your bacon for your pancakes, everybody, and send us your questions. You can also hit us up on oh Twitter, Instagram, DMs. Uh, we have both of the same username. It's Zane and Will. You can also send a, uh, send out hashtag save your bacon or hashtag Zane and Will. That way we can find you quicker, easier through those. Obviously, email is the easiest. Um, but just keep sending us your questions because the entire show revolves around you guys. Sure, we can find nonchalant, meh questions around the world, around the internet. But the, the fun comes from the fact that you guys want to interact with this. And then you can hear the podcast and you can hear your question. You'd be like, that's me. They just called me out and this, this next five minutes all about me baby and then you can show your friends and be like what up i was on this awesome famous podcast and they talked about me for like six seven straight minutes and you can share that with your friends they'll be like i want to do that too and then all of a sudden you got your friends sending in questions and then if nobody else is sending in questions you guys keep sending in questions you just get to keep being famous over and over and over again that's pretty rad and then when you get more friends in 
it becomes a whole thing. Just like Sunday night, you're like, yeah, this questions night. We're going to send in questions. This questions night. So just keep being a part of it, gosh dang it, because love when you do that. Speaking of, do you want a question? Yes. <laughs> All right, cool. This question comes from username Patched Hammies. And the question is, <laughs> why does it feel like our bodies aren't built to be able to yawn, even though they consistently do yawn? <laughs> <laughs> a little context. It says, my problem is simple. When I yawn, I feel like my mouth doesn't realize what's happening and gets scared and tries running away from my face. Is is there any way I can get, I can get my mouth and yawns to get along so we can be friends again and live a happy life? Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel like I'm breaking every time I yawn, and I um, Zane, do you remember when when we were both in choir? Zane and I were both in choir in high yeah. school together. Mm-hmm. One of the ways that we met, if not the only, but um, <laughs> we were. Do you remember? Were you told in high school? I can't tell. I can't remember if it was high school or college that I was that, that my my teacher was like you are not allowed to yawn on stage we know you're going to be tired you're going to have to learn how to destroy the yawn basically the thought that got put in my mind as so like when you are on stage when you are supposed to be at your best you destroy the yawn with everything that is within you (laughs) and i would literally practice stopping my yawns because we would get points off from our classes in college if we were yawning in during practice and so like I totally get this idea of like it is it is a destructive force and our bodies were not meant to yawn. I feel like I am breaking every time I yawn and I feel like a big slob in sweats all day long <laughs> whenever I yawn. Whenever I yawn, I literally feel like my mouth can't become big enough. Like it like really? my mouth like it just needs to unhinge. It's us wanting to be snakes. It's <laughs> every time I yawn, it's my body telling me to be a snake. Don't you feel that though? When you yawn, it's just like you yawn, and then it just it gets to a like a max point where you're just like I can't open anymore, and then it feels like the yawn is is your body screaming like open I more, and then <laughs> <laughs> Dude, can you talk about yawning? And then you start yawning. Yawning's yeah, a weird thing, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yawning is yeah, it's a weird thing because it's also one of those things of if you watch someone else yawn, then you yawn, and it's like a. I think legitimately it's an air parasite that just keeps traveling back and forth uh, through visuals. And then I, I think it's a mundane version of the black plague that yeah. never left humankind. Yeah, I, th- I think it's what we call the light plague. The light. The, yeah. li- if you, the beige plague. The beige plague. <laughs> you ever had the beige plague? It's, What's it's that? Not a, it's when you yawn. It's, it's, it's not a. <laughs> Ever had that happen? Weird, right? Anybody you, base plague? If you if you yawn once, you got rid of it. If you yawn twice, oh no, oh no, it's you got to find somebody. You've recontracted. How do you get rid of the plague? You have to send it off to someone else. That's why we yawn when we see someone else yawn. You have to you have to hand it off. If you're the last person to yawn in the room, have you killed the strand, or have you just passed it to another place on Earth? If you're the last person to yawn in the room, then I'm sorry, but you're going to have this lingering effect for the rest of your life where sometimes when your eyes ache a little bit and and maybe you, okay, you didn't sleep. Okay, I've now yawned twice maybe, in, this, in this question. Will, I kid you not. Will, I'm really sorry to mention that I don't know how much longer you have left to live on this earth, but you were a good friend beige and I'm sorry that you caught coming. the beige flag. You're a good friend. You're not as bad as you think you are, Will. <laughs> I never said I was bad. Can I, yeah, ju- um, can I just say how good that is? That idea of instead of saying you're a good friend, saying you're not as bad a friend as you thought you were. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, 
Like, are we friends? Yeah, no, you're a great friend. Or, yeah, you're totally not as bad a friend as you thought you were. Just like- <laughs> okay, the reason I say that is because friends of, like, friends of mine, like, here at least know that one thing about me is that I'm very harsh on myself. And so, like, I think it, it would literally make sense if instead of friends saying, like, hey, you're a great person, they literally say, you're not as bad as you think you are. <laughs> and, like, that being a true compliment towards me because that means a lot. <laughs> I- <laughs> but... So the question's really wanting to get at, although it feels like... Yeah, welcome back. When you yawn, um, it feels like your mouth is trying to leave your face. um, Yeah. That you want to reconnect with your yawns and have your mouth and yawns become friends so that you can live a happy life. How do we begin the holistic yawn? What is a holistic yawn? I think you need to embrace what the yawn is, and you need your entire body to have its own to emulate what your mouth is doing yeah to like, show that you you understand you're empathizing like you know what a starfish looks like when it's stuck to the side of something like a starfish <laughs> yeah like like, you <laughs> like need, the exact way you picture a starfish you need to, like you need to like if you were to lunge forward and let all of your limbs and your head fly back like you were like releasing an almighty superpower yeah that's that's how you connect with your yawn you've got to just let it just like just rip through your veins. Yeah, you're letting for a out second. a hyper beam every time you yawn. Because then, you know what? Even if you yawn again, your yawn's gonna respect you because of what you've done, because of what you've shown. It's Heck like yeah. it's like you just bowed to your yawns. I respect you. My whole body respects you. I respect you more than I respect my social inclinations to be a normal person. And that's exactly and- what you say after you yawn. It's, as soon as you yawn, you got to really quickly like like the bless you, you've got to say I respect you. I respect you. <laughs> I respect re- you more than my social standing as a regular human being and <laughs> as you're just like starfishing across the <laughs> across like the sidewalk, yeah. Yeah, you got to you got to stay in that position. You're just running in that and just yelling, I respect you. <laughs> I respect you. I respect you, y'all. And if anybody, if anybody comes up and interrupts you, they immediately catch the beige plague. <laughs> yeah. And if people don't respect you back, and yeah, no, I get that. Then I it like becomes that. the black plague. <laughs> then it becomes the black plague. Thankfully, nobody's done that again. Somebody's only done that once that we know of. <laughs> I respect you more than my slowest of standing as a regular human being. All right, this question comes from uh username nate nate asks this is an advice question so i apologize for that but i think it's interesting if someone were to be falsely accused of murder should they get a free murder upon release (laughs) asking for a friend so you've gone to jail gone to jail for a murder that you didn't do you didn't do should you now be allowed to have a free murder because you've done the time for the time equivalent of one murder zane i went to the store yeah i was going to buy myself grapes all right right. i i didn't okay buy grapes Mm -hmm. but then when i walked out the door somebody came up and they said you need to pay for those grapes and i said i didn't take the grapes right lay off and they're (laughs) like you did take the grapes and you turn around and in your back pocket is a full three pound bag of grapes. And they said, you need to pay for that. And they take away the grapes and they make you pay. Okay. Should you have those grapes? You should be allowed to. Do you the- deserve, if you paid for the grapes. You deserve the grapes. Do you deserve the grapes. If you paid for the murder, you deserve the murder. You deserve the murder. 
That's what I'm saying. I do. I do also like the constellation. If you're somebody who really, really want, like, if they're pushing it on you, like, no, you did the time for the murder. Now you have to go do a murder. Like, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> who is it gonna be, huh? It's not even. It's not even a question. Now they're not like you can. It's no, we did this. This is our bad. Now you have to commit a murder. Otherwise, we, we will all feel bad if you do not kill. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, please kill. We're not gonna be able to sleep at night. So find somebody. There are plenty of neighborhoods. Um, but I like that if you really, really can't do it. As a consolation, they now give you the bag of grapes that you once couldn't have. The nice thing is you wanted the grape. If you got accused of murder, you didn't want the murder, though. Probably not. I mean, if you really wanted the murder, you would have just done the murder, right? You falsely get accused of murder, and you've done the time for the murder. But then they know you're not the murderer because they found the real murderer. Do you now freely get to kill that murderer? Well, is that payment for the murder? If that's payment for the murder, then yes. But I think that... You are the one who gets to swing the gavel as the court person and just say jail. And then they go to the jail as long as you went to jail. Here's another here's another question. Uh, how how many times is too many times to say, oh, that's my bad? Like if you <laughs> if you have gone, let's say there's a very, very popular, important rule in filmmaking, which is do before you ask, which like you can if you get the oh. shot. And then they're like, hey, you can't film in here. You can say, oh, my bad, because you've already got the shot. Now you don't have to film in there. As opposed to if you ask, can Is we film really here? Is that what they tell you? I do it. Yeah, I do it all the time. If you go into a library and you say, hey, can I film here? And they say no. Now if you film there, well, now you're just breaking a rule that they gave you. As opposed to if it was like, a, oh, my bad. I didn't know I couldn't film here. Okay. So, so they don't tell you you deserve the murder. Yes. But, but after you get out, you go and kill, and that's your argument yes, for and why then, you deserve it. And then when they're like, hey, now you're going to go away for murder, and you say, oh, my bad. I thought because I did the time for murder that I didn't do, I got a free one. And then Yeah, you go up on the stand, and they're like, why did you kill? And then you say, if I went to the store, and I really <laughs> want a grape. You give the grape, you you give the grape the, argument. You give the grape analogy. You're welcome. We just set you up with the perfect analogy in order to get away with your newfound murder. <laughs> the thing that I was going to ask, though, is... After that, after you get away with that, the jury lets you free off the hook because they understand where you're coming from. They get it. Just like five hours later, you commit a second murder. <laughs> no. Now, now they bring you back to the jury. And then uh, they're like, why'd you, why'd you do a second one? You said, to be fair, I was in jail a long time and I don't know how long uh, I would have gone away for having murdered the first guy. And so I thought I would balance it out by murdering a second guy. And then the time for murdering both of those people be equivalent to how much time I was in that jail. Because, man, it was bad. Then you, you could say, it was bad. Yeah. You, I deserved to. Yeah. And you already let me off for one. If, if okay, mm -hmm. you get accused falsely of murder. Yeah. Yeah. You go, to, you go to jail. Yeah. You die in jail. Oh, okay. You die in jail. Do your kids get to kill? Yes. They get free murder until the person they murder is dead. Or... Or they get... What? <laughs> so the person they murder is dead. Yes. I murdered him. Are they dead? <laughs> Double check this, please. You got to keep this in mind. There was a girl in Edinburgh back in the time that um, she... Do you remember the time when... The good old time when if a girl cheated on her husband, no matter how bad the husband was, um, they would get hanged for it. This was yes. a thing. Um, yeah. yeah. So she was going to get hanged... Uh, for not wanting to be with her husband she gets uh, hanged and then she dies they check her pulse she's dead she's in the back of the carriage 
then she wakes up in the back of the carriage um and it freaks the people out and they're like you were dead so what do we do now they were like well we already signed the death certificate so she did pay you're she paid for death you're legally not married to that guy anymore Oh. So you're allowed to just go live your own life now. No way. Did they actually do that? Yeah, yeah. And then they, she they lived for like that. another... She remarried and lived another like 40 years. <laughs> now, hold on. This is a real thing. Was it just like a good Samaritan in the car? Or was like everybody like, stop the car, get the people out. And the husband's like, yo, that's legit. And then and then they just let her remarry. This is... Hey, this is back in old like carriage times. This isn't like they were on her on the way to her funeral. They hung, they hung her because she didn't want to be with her husband. There's no way the husband was like, uh, it's so sad to see her go. You hung her because she was just like, I don't think you're a good person. That's it. That's oh, it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's interesting. But yeah, the reason I mentioned that is, yeah, that's why I said mur- uh, murder them until they're dead. Make sure they're dead. Otherwise, they're going to go off and live their own life. And that's going to be a yeah. different, weird murder scenario. Murder until they're dead. Yeah. All right. I got a question for you. This question comes from Reddit user cooling cooling and the question is what does a haircut of a i want to see your manager look like <laughs> i mean do we know the answer of this or or we or is this just our responsibility to respond how to explain that via via audio format we're giving yeah we have to give advice of like so this person obviously they want to see someone's manager but we have to give them the advice of, you know, the proper hairstyle, of the, what they're going to have to look like in order to see this manager. And I think a very key factor here is what's the, like, what kind of manager? Like a music manager? Like a GameStop manager? <laughs> it's just like the manager of Wall Street. Like, these are why the hairstyles are important. Okay. I think you I need, understand. I think you need to, like, have a very, very big, like, your hair needs to look. You need something broad. Yeah, and by broad I just mean wide, so, so that yeah. we're catching as many managers as we can as we walk down the street. And when um, yeah, when he says that, he he doesn't mean just like a a wide range of hairstyles so you can catch as many managers that come across. It's like your hair literally needs to be the width of like the street so that you can physically catch as many managers as you can as they walk down you need to be a venus flytrap for managers where if they touch you you your hair closes in so that you can you can capture the managers (laughs) your your hair is a spider web that literally captures (laughs) that literally captures managers that you can then waltz over to and discuss your business with there will be downside to this hairstyle. This is a rich metaphor. Where you will catch all those managers, but you will catch everybody else that you pass as well. And then you got to need gangly arms. You're going to need to grab them and toss them behind you as you make your way down the road. Living situations will be difficult. You might become an ocean dweller. Are there any other possibilities, any other directions we could go with this oh. in order to... Are there just silence metaphorical social cues that we could leave and imprint upon others by the way that we cut our hair okay yeah of course the 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 point of the first hairstyle is is literally the attention grabber Uh, i I freaking get it dude yeah yeah, it's 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 when it's when you want to see the manager because you want to you want to show off like you want to you want to make a name for yourself but if you want to see a manager because of like poor business or something like that then Mm. you need you need a, a hairstyle that, and I don't want to go simple here. I feel like going like horns 
is very very simple for a hairstyle. Ooh. So I'm thinking I'm thinking you need you Yeah, need... what screams bring it to a higher authority? I, I think... mean if we're talking if we're talking at a haircut shop just have a bad haircut. Yeah, that's another thing. If, like, if you wait, like, yeah, if you want to talk no. to the haircut manager because you had a bad haircut, that's a really have easy a one. Bad haircut. There is your, there is your plan. <laughs> but otherwise, I think it's just something that instills fear upon others, so that they just their automatic response is, "I need a higher authority." Clearly, I have, I have two pictures in my head. One is a hairstyle that is just many exclamation marks. Ooh, <laughs> this is know, important. This let, is an issue, clearly. To, to let, I need to bring someone else into this situation. <laughs> Many exclamation marks in a circle like a sun. Yeah. The rays of the sun around your head. Then this is the other one. And it's it's very important. Um, is if you want to talk to the manager because you're annoyed at how people treat you because... Your hairstyle is now a speech bubble that goes goes off adjacent to like the left side of your head, <laughs> that it within it says he was dead the whole time, and it gives away six cents. Just like your hairstyle oh. keeps shouting the ending of six cents at everybody. Yeah, a- and now that sucks. There were always ghosts. Yeah, and that's all it says on the side, kind of bayonetta style, just kind of weaving your hair <laughs> around you everywhere you go. Yeah, I, I like that. It just gives some sort of spoiler that upsets the employee that, that just makes them realize they need to, once again, just bring it to a higher authority. Yeah, exactly. But let's like say, that. let's say now, what's another reason that you would talk to a manager? Not because you're angry with service, not because you really want to grab their attention. What's the other reason you're going to talk to a manager? Big one? There's, you, you, have a, you have a speech bubble that says there's nothing under this coat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I need a manager. <laughs> the other big thing that I can think of is if you want to give your compliments to the chef. Like that's why you want to talk to the manager. Yes. So bring me the manager. Not attention, not angry, good. super happy. So I think you need a you need a hairstyle that is just a big pair of lips. Uh, ooh. <laughs> so you can go Kiss the chef. <laughs> yes, I love this. <laughs> Just a big old sign of affection. I like, uh, like just like a, a big emoji with heart eyes. I think that's endearing. Yeah, I think absolutely. that sends the. I think that sends it's it's hip. I think it's you need up with the times, <laughs> and it's affectionate. I think you need a full hairstyle that is just a perfect bust of Brooke Shields' face. No, I, that's affectionate as well. Yeah. <laughs> That sends the message that that's clear and concise. Um, once again, just another bayonetta size, like uh, like beehive sort of bust atop your skull. Just one head atop another. That'll get their attention. I'll tell you what, you're going to have a manager in no time. Yeah. All right. Do you want one last question, Zane? Heck yes. All right. Here it comes. Uh, Jared sends in. I have a friend who is claiming to be a reverse werewolf. Instead of turning into a wolf, he says he will turn into the moon. As there is a peak, <laughs> as there is a peak lunar cycle coming up, how do I talk him out of it? Do I call his bluff? I don't know if the tides could handle my friend right now. So good. 
your butt is gonna ruin Earth's gravitational system. My the, <laughs> the tides cannot handle my friend right now. Just like once a month, Earth is gonna be thrown out of rotation. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I want to know okay. is, your, is your friend like conscious as the moon, or is it is he just a, a moon figure, or is he like conscious that he is a moon? That's a good question. Are you conscious you're a werewolf? Yeah, of course. You are. Yeah, you just it's like every every HP series has taught me otherwise, and that they do not remember it, and they're just like, "Whoa, crazy night, huh?" <laughs> I think in, in the sense of you're you're clearly. If this makes sense, you're you're conscious within the werewolf, but obviously the memory doesn't stick around because the wem- memory belongs to the werewolf, not the human. But like when you're when you're a moon, are you an object? Or are you a conscious being that will not remember later having been the moon? Does he turn into the moon, or does he turn into a moon? Definitely a moon, right? Because a moon, yeah. There is still moon. Because keep in mind. Your friend. What if he just becomes another moon, slightly larger, sitting in front of our moon? <laughs> you need to understand how messed up this situation really is, Will. This isn't a joking matter. Your friend bites like five people. We're gonna have seven moons just <laughs> just sitting around in if, the sky. If that moon gets a hold of anybody with its teeth, you. <laughs> So, Our existence in total is gone. Neil Armstrong's up on the moon. He takes one leap. He lands. Ah, I think something bit me. What was it? Oh my the god! Moon? The moon itself. <laughs> Did you bring is back the any... moon living in the first place? Is our is our real life moon? Now that this isn't real life, is 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 our moon a living thing in yeah. the same way that we have Mother Earth? Yeah. Okay. People don't Which realize is, that. if we have Mother Earth. What is moon? Sun moon. <gasps> it, no, can't right. it, it can't be sun. It can't be the sun because the sun's the sun. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It can't be sun. Daughter um, moon, daddy moon, <laughs> daddy. Um, Sailor moon. No, because I don't feel like it, it's. Is it the father because it's distant? <laughs> Hell. Um, it's it's got its distance from the from Mother Earth, and then it's yeah. never around to see the sun. Unless they only actually present once a month. Unless they overlap, and then it's like a very dramatic, drastic scene for Mother Earth, and everybody's really, really kind of concerned about it. And but it doesn't last very long, and then he's gone for a while back again. Okay. And then Haley's comet. She went off to college, but she comes around every now and then. I thought Haley's comet was the girl that the dad is now with, and that he she just comes by every once in a while, and he's like, "Are you willing to accept her now?" And everybody's like, "No, dude." And then he leaves again. But she's like ten thousand years old. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, guys. dude, dad. She's like ten thousand years old. Cut it out. Um, how old is the moon? Probably at least at least ten. older than us. Yeah. At least older than us. Yeah, probably. That probably Ten sounds good. in lunar years. You know, a lot of people don't know this, and I'm glad you brought it up when you said, "Is the moon like a human being, like or like a living being, like us?" Uh, yes. Moon dead. And we can't we can't see it from here. Uh, human. Um, hi, my name's Human. Um, <laughs> we can't see it from here, but if you were to walk to the east, west, and south poles of the moon, you would find very human-sized arms and human legs in those yeah. locations yeah absolutely there's a there's a middle-aged balding man's head at the top of the moon and they're <laughs> on the east and west poles not that those exist here but they do on the moon you'll find just little <laughs> wiggly arms and you'll find just a butt on the bottom yeah yeah just a butt they call it the dark side of the moon because 
they've the seen butt. the butt and it's not pretty and they don't want people to be like oh that one's not human sized that one's huge <laughs> that, one's, that one's moon sized <laughs> that one's moon sized you got a human like we human saw it it wasn't great moon and then sized butt <laughs> yeah we saw the dark side of the moon it wasn't great and <laughs> <laughs> The question that is now on my mind is, if the moon were to turn around and show us its huge butt, would it be mooning us? Oh, no. (laughs) Is it always mooning us? Maybe the whole thing is a big butt. It's mooning space? (laughs) Well, it's mooning us, because it's always facing us. I think that's the only explanation for who it's mooning. So maybe it's the dad who, like kind of cracks at some point in his middle-aged like life crisis and then just like leaves and just becomes like a a big child uh, <laughs> at like 45 years old and shows up, like, at your doorstep and stuff like that you're gonna have to just chain him up and see what happens yeah i almost didn't want to even mention this because it it we talked about the moon like two episodes ago with werewolves. And we the talked moon about and the moon tides. shoes all the time, though. We talked about moon. You have to reference moon shoes at least once every episode, so we got that in check. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a note in our little Google Doc, and it's just the moon shoes, and there's a little square, and then I check mark it. And good. It's like, oh, good. We can now finish the episode. We can stop recording now. Good. So good I guess that's it. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. But yeah, so this is the end of our show, where we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, and all of our followers for making this podcast possible. Big thanks uh, again to our question askers and to our parents who birthed us. Um, This has been Save Your Bacon. My name is Will. My name is Zane. And guys, take it easy. And if it's easy, take it twice.